Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Brazuca Sounds number 15. Reach me also on Instagram. I'm at Brazuca Sounds. Send me a message, feedbacks, criticism, or even requests. The next three episodes of the Brazuca Sounds will be about requests of some sorts. Uh, like a listener sent me a message on Instagram, Brandon Williams. Asking me if I could do a special on Brazilian trios from the 60s, especially the Correa family. And that's exactly what I'm going to do in this particular episode. Three Brazilian trios from the early 60s through the 70s, starting off with the Trio Ternura. This is the Trio Ternura, or Tenderness Trio. It's a Brazilian vocal group from the 60s, it was founded around 1966, and it disbanded in the late 70s. All its three members were siblings, Jurema, Robson, and Jussara, so two sisters and one brother. And this vocal group, they kind of became famous in 1970, uh, accompanying singer Tony Tornado in the International Festival. It was like a music contest for Brazilian TV. It was very popular in the 1970s and they actually won the competition. So Tony Tornado, of course, was the lead singer, but the Trio Ternura was the vocal group, like the backing group of that particular song, the song BR-3, which is absolutely famous in Brazil even to these days. What is special about Tony Tornado is the episode number 11 about Black Rio. So what happened was after this big exposure in Brazilian TV, the following year, the Trio Ternura will record a psychedelic soul album for the label CBS. Like, the album is called Trio Ternura, and it was directed by rock and roll legend Raul Seixas. I told you also in a different episode, Raul Seixas was working at the CBS, and despite the fact that he became famous by his rock and roll tendencies, he directed a lot of albums that had this kind of influence from Motown, Stax, and is exactly how this uh, Trio Ternura record plays out. You could sit alongside any record from that era. <laughs> 
this song on the background, for instance, Vou Morar no Teu Sorriso, uh, it was written by Ildon, also made a special in the second episode of the Brazil Sounds, one of the main guys of the Brazilian soul music in the 70s. And the next song I'm gonna play here is called Sempre Existe Alguém, is the number two on this record of the True Ternura, and was written by their own father, Humberto Lorenzo, who was uh, kind of a very important musician in the uh, 50s and the 60s, kind of obscure, it was more like on the background of many songs. Ternura, they had this like do what feelings, but also in this particular record, a lot of uh, soul and funk influences. This uh, album was reissued on CD in Brazil under a series called Seri Samba Soul, which also reissued the album from Don Salvador and Abolição that I showed you a couple episodes ago. And more recently, the album was also reissued in vinyl by a label from Portugal called Groovy Records. I think this reissue was last year, so I'm totally recommended. The original copy of the True Ternura album, it's kind of a very expensive, but this reissue makes things a little bit easier. And after this record from 1971, they will release a new record only in 74 already as a quintet but i'm gonna go back in time because in between these two records they also put out a lot of uh, singles that are actually available either in vinyl or on spotify and one of those singles agita fabulous Like I said, this song is called Agira, it's originally from 1973, it was a single released by Trio Ternura, but was reissued recently uh, on vinyl as well. And it's one more song written by the father of the trio, Humberto Silva. Uh, Trio Ternura, like many other acts from the early 60s, 
they started off uh, in the Jovem Guarda movement, especially from the Brazilian TV show Jovem Guarda, and that's exactly the case of the of our next trio, Trio Esperança, also made of siblings. Esperança was three siblings from the Correia family, uh, Mario and two sisters, Regina and Eva, also known as Evinha, who in a couple episodes ago I showed you one of her records in our Black Reel Leftovers special and her fabulous solo record Cartão Postal. She was initially part of this trio with her sister and brother, Trio Esperança, the Hope Trio, and it literally start off as like a, like a kids group in their uh, LP from 1963, Nós Somos Sucesso. Uh, Mario was only 15, Evinha was 12. It was really like a bossa nova version of the Jackson 5 of sorts. One of the successful songs from that record is this one on the background, it's called O Sapo, or The Frog, which really has this kind of a samba bossa nova, samba balanço style, but Trio Esperança was really connected with the Jovem Guarda movement, which I told you is more like a rock and roll vibe, like this other song here from their following record, and is also named after an animal. This one is called A Tartaruga, the turtle. So you can see all this song is like made of guitars, the Moog organ synthesizer, and of course the vocal group of the three siblings, especially uh, the voice of Evinha. They released many, many records between 64 and the 70 uh, records uh, with names like The Party of Trio Esperança, The Fabulous Trio Esperança, all like named after themselves, celebrating themselves in some way. It was almost like a really boy band, or in this particular case, boy and girls band, because there were two sisters and one brother. And then in 68, uh, the lead singer, Evinha, she left the group for her solo career, uh, exactly as I showed you here in one of the episodes, and she was replaced by her younger sister, Marizinha, or Marisa. They released four records under this new trio. Uh, all of them are self-titled albums, so it's kind of a, a hard to understand what songs are from what record in particular. But if we are being honest here, 
Trio Esperança is way more about uh, singles and particular songs than full albums. They don't have actual like a very classic album. But exactly like the Trutenura, like in the early 70s, they were like distancing themselves a little bit from the Jovem Guarda movement, just like almost every act in Brazil at the time, and having some influences from, from soul and funk and musicians like Cassiano, for instance, this song here from their album of 1970, O Fabuloso Trio Esperança, it is the very famous Primavera, written by Cassiano, performed by Timaya once, and absolutely epic in Brazil, like a karaoke song that everybody knows about it. So you can notice more like a soul influence uh, when they became like adults. Mario, at the end of the band in 75, he was already 28 years old, was not only more a kid's band anymore. So the albums of 73 and 75, you can notice they are more like sophisticated in a way. They have way more... Uh, influences by the older brothers too, Renato Correa and Ronaldo Correa, who were in the Golden Boys, they were famous producers as well. And this song here from 73 is actually written by their older brother Renato. Atenção. This song is obviously about soccer, about a striker, about to score a goal, kind of in the same vibe while Jorge Ben was doing at the time, many soccer references. And this song is absolutely famous in Brazil because in many radio stations, uh, especially in Rio, Sao Paulo and Minas Gerais, up to this day, when a team score a goal, they play the song in the background over the commentator screaming that was a goal. Adão 
yeah, this song is very famous in Brazil. Every song related to soccer is probably very famous in that country. Also worth to mention that Trio Esperança, they spend their entire career at the household name for the Audion Records. They released nine records from that label. Uh, the last one in 1975, as I said. But they came back in the 90s, but this time only with the three sisters, Regina, Evinha and Marizinha. They released an album in 1994 with a bunch of Bossa Nova standards performed a cappella, like really a doo-wop trio. They reside in Europe these days. They also released an a cappella record entirely in French. This was not long ago, I guess 2014 or 2015. But what everyone actually remembers about them, it is really their uh, performance in the 60s and 70s. And as I mentioned here briefly, they had older brothers. And these older brothers, they also have a band. And this band was called The Golden Boys. So I'm kind of cheating here a little bit because the Golden Boys are not a trio, they are a quartet, but the brothers are three, Roberto, Ronaldo and Renato, and they also have a cousin in this particular band, and Golden Boys, one of the most recognizable bands from the Jovem Guarda era, alongside the Fevers, Os Incríveis, and of course, Roberto and Erasmo Carlos and also Vanderleia, one of those big rock and roll bands at the time. Many, many songs of Jovem Guarda, uh, they were just international hits, just like this one on the background. This is a version of Bus Stop by The Hollies. So all these jangly guitars, Moog synthesizers, and of course covers, there were some Brazilian songs as well. They released their first album as soon as 1959. They released a lot of singles in between uh, before their second record, only in 1965, also by the Audion Records. So, so in total, we have like seven siblings as employees of the Audion the four siblings that became part of the Trio Esperança, plus three from the Golden Boys. Uh, talking about the Golden Boys, their most famous album, Alguém na Multidão, from 1966. One of the songs of the record is, of course, also a version of Yesterday by the Beatles. But the lyrics are not necessarily the same. The translation is not literal. Eu pensei Eu Pensei is just sounds similar to yesterday, but Eu Pensei means something completely different, uh, it means I thought, so the lyrics didn't make any sense. On the other hand, the name of the song in Portuguese, Ontem, it really means yesterday, 
so many of these Jovem Guarda bands, they were like trying to capitalize on international hits, especially from the Beatles, but the lyrics per se didn't, did not necessarily translate accordingly. Their biggest hit from that album though, which is called Alguém na Multidão, is the title track. It is not a version, it's really a Brazilian written song by Rossini Pinto, which is kind of like a, a magician of Jovem Guarda songs. He never put out an album by himself, but he wrote many, many songs at the time. So here it is, the classic Jovem Guarda tune, but in some point the Golden Boys as well progressively distanced themselves from the movement, uh, like many other Jovem Guarda artists, also including more of their songs in their own albums, even taking over the production of some records, like this record from 1970, which is my favorite record from the Golden Boys. It's called Fumacé. It was produced by Renato Correa, one of the brothers, and they are more like Brazilian sounds, brazuca sounds, such as the song written but never recorded by Jorge Ben. And I particularly like this one a little bit more, it's called Kumari. So Golden Boys was a quartet, but they would eventually become a trio as well. They get very involved in the black music movement in Brazil in the 70s, 
Renato, the younger brother, he produced the very famous album Cartão Postal by Evinha, and also Trio Esperança albums, and many MPB artists, uh, from Elise Regina to Djavan. Ronaldo uh, Correa, the produced two cult albums by Gerson King Combo that I showed you here in a different podcast about the Black Rio movement. Uh, by the way, uh, Ronaldo wrote some songs for those albums under an alias R Combo, but it was really him, Ronaldo Correa. And he also produced some Golden Boys records too. In 1975, for instance, Golden Boys they already totally immersed in black music. The album cover is the three brothers like portraying big afros and the songs into Brazilian soul funk. The Golden Boys, they never split up. A couple of years ago, they actually did a concert celebrating 60 years of their career and how incredible that is, right? Unfortunately, one of the brothers, the older brother, Roberto, has passed away and he was replaced on that concert by his brother Mario from the Trio Esperanza, uh, who these days became a veterinarian. Uh, and it was the very first time ever that Renato and Ronaldo from the Golden Boys they performed with their younger brother Mario. And before I go, I'm gonna finish this off with one of the solo songs by Ronaldo Correa, one of the members of the Golden Boys. He never actually released a proper full album, just a single. In 1978, very influenced by the disco music, and this day is an object of desire of many crate diggers. And that it's for today, folks. Hopefully you enjoy. The majority of songs that I play here in the podcast are available on a playlist called Soundtrack Brazuca Sounds on Spotify. Not only from this show, but all songs of Brazuca Sounds so far. So more than 100 songs already there. See you guys next time. Take care. This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Yeah.